my biggest passion is to see the kids light up and focus right has been able to be a help with that thank you for joining us and welcome to the focus right pro podcast this is a mostly bi-monthly show where we dive into the cutting edge technology behind professional audio products my name is dan hugley and i'm the u.s marketing manager for focus right and focus right pro today's episode was recorded at the aes show in new york ted and i are joined by mark beckett who is the music and entertainment production technology teacher at new jersey's essex county schools of technology we'll be discussing teaching audio technology on a high school level convincing parents that there are viable careers in audio, a sound that made Cardi B sick, and a whole lot more. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Mark. We're glad you're here with us. Glad to be here. How's the AES show going for you so far? It's going great. Uh, called my wife and said, I think I'm in heaven, babe. I don't know if I'm coming home. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and it's not far. You're, you're from uh, New Jersey. How, how far is East Orange? Uh, East Orange is about 35 minutes from here. Okay. Yeah, very close, very close. Yeah, so you can, almost, you can actually see New Jersey from right outside here. As soon as I step up across that water, I mean, across <laughs> that yeah. little bridge, I can see it. Well, 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 tell us a little bit. Um, it's really... Um, Cool what you're doing, uh, and on the high school level, uh, like you were saying uh, to us before we started recording, uh, a lot of uh, college programs have great audio programs, but you have one in a high school. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, we have a, a great pro- uh, program in the high school. Uh, I wanted to be able to, I've been in uh, entertainment and music production, uh, like I said, for about 35 years now, and from the entertainment standpoint, and then now teaching it for the last 17 years. Uh, I found I wanted them to get that experience early uh, because we had mentors that mentored us since I was 16 years old. And they took us and they were able to travel around the world. So they need somebody at that level before it gets out and gets too big for them. And then they decide to quit because we're in this environment where it's so much. Uh, so we want to catch them where they can see they can make money in uh, high school before they leave high school. And then they'll have a much more better chance to continue on. Oh, that's, that's great. Um, what kind of a, what kind of equipment are you using uh, in your school? Uh, right now, we uh, we do have uh, a lot of the Focusrite gear. Um, I started off uh, a few years ago. Actually, um, I saw a, a broadcast uh, from a college university that you guys did, and I was like, "Wow, this is interesting! How we can just travel with the RedNet fours and uh, connect them together, and I can record from one other room. Uh, this is great!" So uh, I started using it several years ago, and then. Now we moved to a new facility. We just built a new $165 million facility, which looks like a college campus. So I want them to have that. So my classroom uh, is well over 40 by 40 close. Huh? So I have 24 uh, iMac uh, Pro Tools workstations in there. And then the other half of my class, I have a 12 by 16 foot full stage where they can do live performances and uh, live mixing. So that's one of the rooms we want to be able to connect using uh, our, our RedNet and our Dante system. So between that and our auditorium. So we're looking to, to really be able to connect all of those kind of gears together. So it's really a multiple use facility. You're doing live. You can show them live reinforcement techniques and uh, mixing in a, in a proper studio environment. Both. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the other things we get to implement, um, I have a music, pro- we have the music production program. We have the music composition and theory program, and then right down the hall from us, we have the video and broadcast production course and digital filmmaking on both sides. So we're in a cluster together, so we'll actually be able to uh, include video into this. So I'm glad we be able to do that now with audio and video. Amazing. It it sounds like you were uh, an early adopter of audio over IP. Um, You know, you've been doing it for several years, you said. Um, What were the challenges you first faced um, when you jumped into that? 
uh, understanding the technology behind it for me uh, took me a while to really grasp. My, it made sense to be able to get audio from one position to another position and as clean as and quick as it is. Um, so that was my biggest challenge. And then the other challenge was trying to convince <laughs> my supervisors to spend this money to make this thing happen. So that was the other challenge. A relatively new technology to invest in and be the first. But it seems like you, uh, your, you and your supervisors took that gamble and won. Um, how, many, how many students do you currently teach uh, per, per uh, class? I, per class? Uh, my classes switch uh, from 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th, and 12th grade. I would just say a total of my, I got about 40 students that we teach on a daily basis uh, in a rotation that I have them. So that's a great, uh, great amount of students and probably 10% of them will pursue this career. So I want to be able to up that number and then try to get uh, young ladies involved into the whole yeah, audio engineering yeah. process. Yeah, we need more women in the whole audio world. Yeah, because being a member of AES, actually I'm a student member of AES because I'm now a, a current student still at Berkeley College of Music taking their music business course. So I went to their um, AES. They had a high school uh, seminar out at uh, University of Hartford uh, back in the summertime. And um, it was just for high school students, so I needed to jump on that because I wanted to get, again, get this information from the high school level, not just the college level. So uh, it's very important to get there. So you feel you're really, and you, know, you, get, you, you, get, you end up with these kids coming in that are into music, into performing, but then you're selling them on, on the technology side and how important it is to understand how record, you know, how records are made, how, um, you know, and all the technology behind it. Yeah, it's, and, and it's interesting because it's not I'm just convincing the kids of how important that is. I have to convince the parents of how important this whole music thing is because they see it as, oh, that's great, you know, that's a nice side thing. You go and be your lawyer and you go to... So I have to convince the, the parents. Um, and I really have that, that take now because I had some parents come to back to school night at the beginning of September and I toured them around my classroom. They was like, can I come to your class? <laughs> <laughs> so well, um, in saying that, I'll be teaching the adult school also for... Uh, for this uh, music production, so I'm excited about that. And yeah, they're getting a big jump. If they're learning audio over IP at that age, or the technology and how everything's connected and and uh, and, and works, wow, that's a big that's a big boost. They're they're ahead of the game for for a college program or just going out into the world. Yeah, I'm trying to get them to understand that um, there's more than just the entertainment piece behind that. There's more than just being on stage about that. There's so much that makes it happen from behind the stage. Is, is critical and you sometimes don't even have to leave your house to do that <laughs> yeah yeah with technology today it's really come a long way hasn't it real long way how do your students uh, get into the program uh, is, it, is it competitive to get into it do they have to uh, do some sort of um, uh, show some sort of talent uh, to get in well to get into the school they have to test into the school it's a public um, county school uh, but they do have to test into the school and then since it's a career and technical education school uh, they just have to decide what, what kind of career they're going to, whether it's going to be the arts, whether it's going to be plumbing or construction trades or auto trades, auto technology, any of those. So when they say um, music, as, a, as freshmen when they come in, we put them in a rotation of a cluster of arts programs. And then by 10th and 11th grade, they actually decide whether I'm going to do music theory, I'm going to do music production, I'm going to do digital film, or I'm going to do broadcasting and video. 
So um, that's how they get in. And then once they're in, you know, and they see the, the technology behind just not just you know performing, they're like, wow, I always wanted to make music. This is this is great. Now I can understand it. <laughs> Do you find it uh, harder to talk about signal flow with audio over IP? Or since they're younger, do they grasp onto the technology easier than someone, say, like myself, that's older, that took a while? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I find myself teaching them everything from the beginning. Um, and I do it in steps, which is pretty simple. It's like building blocks. They find signal flow much more simpler. Uh, and then using that and applying it to the technology of audio over IP. And then it just makes it translates, I think, a little better. Uh, from a teaching to a student perspective, it just translates to them as like building blocks. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I know when I went to music school, I was quite overwhelmed um, at the beginning. You know, you, you, uh, you think you're going to go in and record music, but you have no idea how much work goes into that with patch bays and outboard gear and, and things like that. Uh, I, I was overwhelmed on my first day and my first month of, of class, but then I left with a lot more confidence. Uh, and I'm sure you see that with your brand new students compared to this, when they're graduating. This whole thing is kind of kind of new. Um, being saying that me coming out of high school, it, it wasn't much of this production. Um, I was marching band, concert band, traveling band. Uh, I had my trumpet and marching and that was it. Uh, we had to do recording on the outside. We had to rent space. Now that it's taught inside the building where we're actually able to do it, uh, it's, it's just it's, it's amazing to them that, wow, I really can create this right here. Because we have the workstations, they have their iMac computer and have all the plugins they need. And we can get now with, with, with Focusrite, we can get music anywhere from my station to their station to their friend's station, collaborating. So to teach them all of that at a young age, I think it's really, really critical for them to understand that and then to be able to continue on after high school. So you, and so it's 9th through 12th. Does that mean that they can they can take these kind of classes every year? They so get they four get... years of music production. <laughs> they're, they're coming out miles ahead, and uh, I'm sure you have some success stories. Do you have any, any of those that you'd like to share? Just from a, a student progressing standpoint, we get a lot of, uh, of our urban students who come in and know nothing. Uh, so I teach from the basics starting in ninth grade. I do teach a little music theory. And um, some people grasp my hard work, and I tell the stories of how I got to where I was able to get. And I always tell them, I, was, I don't tell you these stories to brag about what I've done, just to share that I've come. we've come from the same place, but I worked hard. We wanted this, so it was our passion to do this. And I have a student who's uh, her third year now at uh, Nyack College uh, as a music education major. Uh, she came into my course, didn't know anything about music, but knew she wanted to play piano, wanted to sing, and uh, she just took the example of my hard work and just giving her the platform. She took that and used it now again. Like I said, she's at her third year and she's about to graduate next year. Uh, she already has, before she left high school, she, again, this is what I wanted to translate, she, had, uh, she was the audio engineer at her church, getting paid for. She was also an assistant piano player at her church, getting paid for before she left high school. And she had two music students that she was teaching piano to. That's the greatest success story I can even think of, of somebody taking that example and running with it. If we can up those numbers, get people involved and engaged before they leave high school, they have their chance to uh, make I, it. I know one of the things that, that when I went to music school that I did is realize no one's going to do it for me. You know, the hard work that you talk about, you have to do that hard work. It's not going to get handed to you. You might be a fantastic musician, but there's still a lot of work to do 
uh, to get to the next level and to be able to make a career out of that. Um, and then someone like myself, I went to school because I've, I, I wanted, same like uh, the student you were just talking about, I wanted to play piano, uh, knew I didn't want to sing, I just wanted to play the keys, play piano synths, something like that. Um, but then found myself spending more time making music and um, programming things and, and, and making songs, um, so much so that I decided to switch and I went to an audio <laughs> engineering program and, and, uh, and now here yeah. we are. And you're in a good spot, I can see. <laughs> I am, a, yeah, I'm fortunate. I was able to leverage um, the education that I have in music to talk to people about music all the time. So um, that's how I ended up at Focusrite. And it's a great place great. to be. Uh, just this whole environment for me, um, I, I, I consider it a, a huge blessing to be able to turn around now and to bring other people through this whole experience. Because it, it's something that's it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Uh, but most people don't want to put the hard work into it passion behind it and that's why I wanted to catch them early before they leave high school because they're bound to quit right after that because it gets so hard and so saturated and they'll quit so if we can get them to understand the concepts and get the concepts get paid behind the concepts understand how this really works and oh I could do this they're able to keep on going I suppose you could probably also help them to um, to realize that they, they might come in on day one thinking I'm gonna be a producer but then they realize, you know, I might be a, um, a mix engineer, or I might be this, or I might be that, or there's, you probably open up their minds to a, a world of possibilities uh, in the music industry, or in the audio industry. Absolutely. Um, as a matter of fact, starting my course 17 years ago, uh, I came in as a vocal teacher, just to teach vocals, uh, because there was a requirement in the state of New Jersey that they had to have five credits in the arts. So I was actually a power professional before I was a teacher, and they, they knew I sang. I traveled around the world to do that, and they said, would you like to teach? I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. Okay. So I did vocal, but um, they, what they kept doing, they needed to put students in these classes. They were giving me people that couldn't sing. So we decided to put on productions, so I decided to expand. I said, okay, I need, it. I need someone to run the soundboard. I need someone to learn these lights right here. I need someone to set up these microphones. And so we put the whole, and then I had some performers, so we had the whole package. So ever since then, I started building it as an entertainment production company. So now they know all of the insides of all of the people that work in a production company and what their responsibilities are. And they have that now during our high school productions. I'm sure that also gives them a lot more respect for all of the other positions behind the scenes. Even if they are the person that's you know out on stage performing, they know how much hard work everybody, including themselves, has to put in. So I'm sure there's a lot more respect for everyone in, in that situation. Yeah, and I have a saying for them. I said, I don't, I, don't, I don't care what job you have here. I said, everybody's job is important. And then I use, also use the example of how many people have different jobs as opposed to just the actors. And I always tell, even my parents, I say, let's think about it this way. Uh, you ever go to the movies, right? And at the end of the movie, what comes up? The credits, right? How many people sit there and watch the credits? How long does it take the credits to run? And I said, if you think about it, each person in those credits are in our industry. Those are jobs in our industry. That's what we do. So it's not just the person that you see on screen, but the mix engineers, the sound designers, the video editors. I mean, all of these things are involved, and so we want to be able to show them that. So that's why we opened it up as an entertainment it, production piece. It sounds like uh, you're, you're pointing out the obvious, that there's far more people behind the scenes than in front, than, <laughs> than on stage. 
Yep, and you have a better opportunity to keep a job. You do, as yeah. As opposed to being the one uh, on stage. Most of the time, that's the most important thing is have that steady job. Keeping a job. And then, you know, you can, if you have a passion for something else, you uh, you do that behind the scenes. But the hope is uh, re- to make your reality. passion yeah, yeah. your reality. <laughs> yeah. So you can make some money off of that. <laughs> Seems like we've all done that. <laughs> so do you like what you're doing now over the over the road? I love what I'm doing. Yeah. I love what I'm doing, uh, especially being being able to be home uh, yeah, yeah. with my, my children and my sure. wife. And right. I have a young daughter, 13 years old, so she, you know, she's, oh, yeah, she's you gotta got be the around. doing her thing. Yeah. Um, but I will go on the road every once in a while and do some gigs here. Right. Uh, but I love being where I am, yeah. only because it affects so many students. But it feels good, I bet, to give back and do, yeah. do something like you, that. You can share all of your experiences. Yeah, and, and, that's great. It's very admirable that you're you're doing that, and, and that you're passionate about sharing that with the the young younger generation, and and you're smart enough to see that that you know if you don't get them while they're in high school, they might not want to do it. And that's been the blessing for me this whole trip around is to be able to see uh, them light up, see something that sparks them, see something that clicks in them. Ah, I got it, aha! And they go to another level. Uh, there's nothing. There's not a better feeling than that. Now, you, have you been walking around the show, the AES? Show? Yes, I've been walking around the AES, and I actually even had a chance to go into the NAB show. And oh, good. Just, oh my goodness. Yeah, you talk about video, right? Oh, video. Uh, one of the things that, I, that we're trying to do in our next two years, uh, we want to take one of those school buses and we want to change it into a remote recording uh, nice. studio. So that's a great idea. Uh, I met some. Inform- I got some information from some people over there, and. I'm just excited. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you could do more Rednet. You could do more audio over IP. Absolutely. Yes. That situation. I, love, I mean, I've, I I know there's other things out there, but I, I've so fell in love with Rednet because that's kind of where I started, and, and it just it just kind of clicked. It was kind of a thing for me. And so moving from the Rednet 4s, the Red 4s, and now to the 16s, uh, just, I'm, I'm excited to what's next. <laughs> do you have a few of those products in uh, in the school, quite a, quite a few of each? Or? Yes, yes, we do. Um, uh, I did, I actually put together uh, a remote uh, fours and twos. Uh, actually, I have two fours and a, and a one in a rack that we can travel to the auditorium and then send that signal back to our studio and my classroom. Just to be able to kick out some deliverables where the supervisor is going to be able to say, oh, and then we're about to start a radio show. So it's, it's, just, it's, it's just so wide open. Uh, so excited being here with so much <laughs> too much going through my brain. I'm like, okay, what's next? What's next? And uh, I guess the best thing about it is uh, they trust my word because um, they've seen the success over the last 17 years uh, just to being able to handle the kids and how I'm able to connect with them. So when they say, what do you need? Okay, good, here we go. My biggest passion is to see the kids light up. And if we can do that, and uh, I'm glad Focus Right has been able to be a help with that. For me seeing it now, being able to introduce this whole concept to them. And now with uh, Dante or Ordinate coming out with this audio, audio and video over right. IP. Oh, yeah, gosh. it's going to be great. They done started that's something be, else. Yeah, yeah, that'll help you. <laughs> That's another tool. It's another, yeah, be and great. that's, that's yeah. the hardest. That, I think that's one of the hardest things is keeping up with the tools. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was I was just down the road here sure. <laughs> at the Mix with the Masters. Yeah. And uh, Leslie Brathwaite, one of the mix engineers, great mix engineer. Yep. Uh, he said something that was very critical. Someone asked him a question about different plugins and what do you use for sound. He said, sometimes I might not ever use a plugin. I said, compression, you know, to different people make compression. 
But to understand their product is one thing, but to understand the concept of compression really sometimes might even not matter whose product it is. So uh, that's what I like to teach, the concept. When you understand the concept, the rest is history. Balance is something that I was taught in mixing. It's not all about you know filling up your channel strip with plugins. Uh, you know, sometimes you might just need some filters. Sometimes just some EQ. Um, there is there is a need for compression. Right, panning out of the way. Right. You know? Yeah. There's there's balance. Uh, that's the one. One of my teachers taught me that in school is just find that balance, and you don't need all the gadgets. You don't need all the fancy plugins. You yeah. Just <laughs> use your ears. He yeah. said, he said uh, one project. He got a project that came in, and uh, it was a project for Cardi B actually, and um, she just knew that something was making her sick. She was making her dizzy, is what she said. And it was a sound that they were using that was panned back and forth. So he called the engineer up and said, you know what, just take that, take that effect off. She got it back. She was like, this is great. <laughs> I'm not sick anymore. Well, we appreciate your time here today. I uh, appreciate you joining us on the podcast. And uh, I appreciate the invite. Thank you so much. No, no, the, the pleasure's ours. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again soon. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, sir. You. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Focus Right Pro podcast. This mostly bi-monthly show is produced and hosted by me, Dan Hughley, for Focus Right. Music is by Merlin. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join our conversation on social media at Focus Right Pro. For more information, please visit our website at www.pro.focusright.com. biggest passion is to see the kids light up.